There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we'll be discussing episode 10 of season one of The Art. We're still hopeful that it's season one and there's more. Yes. And we got some better news in the ratings this week as it brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.357 million viewers, making it the 88th rated cable show for the day. So not bad. Good jump from the previous week. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I thought it was a really gripping kind of episode. Yeah. And interesting how things are kind of turning and it's like, hmm, okay, what's this? All right, what's this? So let's hop into episode 10, Hoping for Forever. A new polarizing figure enters the equation as the crew suffers technical difficulties. They always suffer technical difficulties. That's a given at this point. Yes. Yeah. 90% of the episodes have contained technical difficulties. Right? <laughs> well, we open with Kelly pointing a gun at William and Helena Trust. At the same time, Cat cowers in the corner and Lane watches aghast. Kelly wants to take William back to Arc 15 to her boss, but Helena stands in front of her husband to shield him. Suddenly, Lane pounces on Kelly from behind, culminating in her punching him in the nose and a struggle for the gun with Helena. Unfortunately, the weapon fires mid-struggle, shooting Helena in the abdomen. Then she falls backwards. I don't know if I'm very upset about this because I did not like her character at all. No. But I mean, I guess the way it's happening, I'm not, you know, I wasn't very pleased about because it's like, okay, so she's the only one who's trying to do something. Right. Meanwhile, Garnett, Bryce, Ava, and Felix observe while Arc 15 looms before them. What do they want, anyway? Garnett attempts to hail them, but to no avail. Felix spots a shuttle approaching Arc 1. Garnett orders a lockdown while Eva tries to weld shut the shuttle's entry point into the ship. Bryce observes Eva's work, still unable to trust her after her betrayal. Jelena tries to assist Felix as he does his part to protect the crew. However, he rebuffs her, citing her contribution to the mutiny, which is understandable. Next, Angus gets caught up in Kelly's hostage antics when he attempts to give the prisoners food. Kelly throws her boyfriend in with Lane, Cat, William, and Helena, claiming he has an important part to play on Arc 15. Cat, William, and Lane beg Kelly to let one of them escort Helena to the med bay to see Dr. Kabir. Unfortunately, Kelly refuses, placing the blame squarely on Helena for standing in her way. Yeah, Kelly's the one that needs to be shot. Oh my gosh, she's like crazy. And um, can I say, how do they not know what's going on? Because Garnett made like a ship-wide announcement. Right. 
Like that just seems strange, but okay. Yeah. After Ava and Bryce try to seal the entry point to the vessel, they hear the shuttle members from Arc 15 breaking through it. Then Garnett and the others hide while Arc 15 members bust through the door, guns blazing. Garnett distracts them by talking while she opens the airlock with her comms device. Needless to say, the intruders fly out the airlock. Apparently, they didn't think that was going to happen. No. Garnett orders the ship to remain in lockdown until the threat is neutralized. Speaking of threats, Marco slithers through the airlock and onto Arc 1 undetected. He reunites with Kelly in the holding cell and orders Lane to lead him to the ship's DNA vault. I want to know why, how he knew about it. Right. Meanwhile, Kelly binds Angus and William's wrists and pushes them out, leaving Kat to tend to Helena. Helena knows she's dying, but Kat's determined to save her, so she calls for help. And I love how um, zip ties and duct tape are still the go-to. Yeah. In the future. Just throwing that out there. In the DNA vault, Marco grabs a vial that apparently Arc-15 needs. Okay, so what the hell could this be? I'm thinking we know that there's no bees, but the butterflies were the new pollinators. Maybe there wasn't butterflies in the other one, which seemed odd. Right. So what could it be? Well, we don't get to find out right now. No. They're going to make us wait. Kelly believes they should steal arc One shuttle since Garnett and the team are guarding and probably disabling their getaway transport. And I love it. It's like, oh, they're not going to be paying attention to their own shuttle. Maybe you should have paid attention to both. Yeah. However, Felix interrupts their escape. He launches into battle against Marco and rises victorious, kind of. We don't know this, though, in that moment. Because you hear Marco, shoot him, shoot him. And Kelly's like, I don't have a clear shot. Right. And then there was a shot. And it's like, you, everybody had that moment where it's like, who, who just got shot? Right. Thankfully, it was a bad guy, Marco. Yeah. But then Kelly zaps Felix while the head of security, you know, is laying there kind of you know, shaking slightly. He asked if she even knew who Robert was. And she's like, no, I didn't. Oh, my God. I was so angry in this moment. Yes. And she does not actually shoot him because of Angus. Right. So thankfully that happened. But later, Kelly orders Lane to pilot the shuttle to Arc 15. And he's like, I don't know how to shuttle. And she's like, yeah, you do. Or I don't know how to pilot. Yeah, you do. Angus told me. It's like, well, shit. Yeah. Angus, you're Keep a sweet your guy. Shut. You talk too much. <laughs> Kat and Helena have a heart to heart as the latter struggles to stay alive. Helena asks Kat to relay to William how much she loves him. And then she lets slip that she knows Kat's feelings for William, but knows she was a really good friend because she never acted on those feelings. Eek. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least she didn't tell her in those last moments. Well, yes. your husband and I were sleeping together. Yeah. Have been Kat. for years. Right. Awkward. Cat sobs as she watches her best friend of 15 years fades away. Helena dies after making Cat promise to keep William safe. Urgh, again, awkward. Yeah. Then we see Kelly, William, Lane, and Angus board Arc 15, and none other than Evelyn Maddox shows up, William's arch nemesis, and greets them as they arrive. And what do we learn? That Kelly is her daughter. Lane makes himself useful to Evelyn by revealing he knows the ins and outs of command on Arc 1. Because, you know, I was second in command. Uh, okay. She's ready to let you burn, man. She don't care. Yep. 
Chances are Garnett will want to save Angus. However, Kelly failed to bring the package from the ship. The whole reason they attacked said vessel in the first place. And, well, it's most likely with Marco. And I love it. She's like, we wouldn't have made it. And she didn't care too much if you would have made it. She just wanted no. that damn package. Yep. Yeah, you Next. can tell Kelly doesn't have a uh, very loving mother. That's for damn sure. Oh, my God. And the next thing we see, like... Her just kind of lose her shit on her daughter. Yeah. Like, oh, you're worthless. And you're this. It's like, what is wrong with you? Talk about toxic parenting right there. Yep. I mean, I know Kelly's the bad guy, but I don't know about you. I was feeling a little sorry for her right there. Yep. We do get to see Garnett, Bryce, Ava, Felix, Alicia, and Dr. Kabir holding a council meeting to discuss their next steps. And... Obviously, Arc 15 is going to head to Proxima B so they can give chase despite the attackers possessing more weaponry and means of defense. Or we can just, you know, Ultra Course Ross 128B. And Alicia insists that they save Angus because she likes him. I mean, we all like him and um, we need him. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alicia. And I love how Kabir is looking at her like, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. girl, I see you. <laughs> that smirk she had, like, yeah, okay, we know. Yeah. So what are they going to do? What indeed? They go to question Cat to see what she might know. Well, Garnett and Felix find Cat sobbing uncontrollably in the holding cell. She laments the loss of her best friend and her side lover. Garnett tries to calm Cat down and reassures her that they can discuss her feelings later. Kat discloses that Kelly and Marco needed access to the DNA vault. For her part, Garnett upgrades Kat's house arrest to her quarters. Her office. <laughs> well, it's got a room. It's probably a bathroom. In it, yeah. Garnett, Alicia, and Felix find a vial missing from the DNA vault, but Marco made sure to remove the label. After they find the package on his person, Alicia runs a quick test and reveals... It's the DNA from a rather poisonous spider. That seems like a weird thing to put in there. Yeah. And why would that be important? Well, meanwhile, Evelyn leads William and Lane to the bridge. Lane comments on the opulent art adorning the walls and lining the corridors. Evelyn had to secure it all before the world burned. For historical purposes, naturally. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. We learned that she and her crew... Stole Ark 15, as did many folks trying to leave Earth. Many of the Arks were hijacked. Once the trio reaches the bridge, Evelyn introduces the guys to a spectacular view of Proxima B. And what's with the couches and crap? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's more comfortable, but it's like, there's couches on the bridge? What the hell is this? Yeah. Evelyn killed the commanding officers on Ark 1 and decimated Ark 3 in search of something valuable the spider DNA. She also wanted to kill William and Helena. We learned that Proxima B is an eyeball planet. In the Ark world, that means it doesn't spin on its axis. Thus, one side of the planet is super hot from sun exposure while the other is bitingly cold. Therefore, it cannot sustain human life. However, not all is lost. William invented a series of devices to restart planetary rotation. Arc 15 already deployed the devices on Proxima B. Question, how did they deploy them? Uh, I haven't seen any robots that's able to do yeah. anything. <laughs> and if the one side is like way too hot, the other side is way too cold, 
how are you getting down to plant these things? Because I'm right. guessing it's not in orbit. Well, they kind of appeared that way. I don't see how it would do it, but okay. Yeah. I'm not sci-fi scientist, I guess. Evelyn promises that if William complies, he can live in the lap of luxury on Proxima B. Yeah, okay. William's William tells her to pound salt, so she sends him and Lane to the holding cell. Lane wonders why William didn't take Evelyn's deal, and William knows that she'll kill him if he divulges the programming info, so this keeps him alive. Meanwhile, Alicia and Kabir excitedly tell Bryce and the others why Arc, Arc 15 wanted the spider DNA. It's a component that helps cure Clampkin's disease, a.k.a. the same terminal illness that Bryce has. Garnett believes someone important must have it on Arc 15. I wonder who. <laughs> I was going to say, hmm, let's scratch our heads and think, who would just destroy the world? Uh, Maddox. Right? Next thing we know, we see Kelly bringing Angus food while he sulks in his new quarters. She hopes they one day can share a room. Uh, okay, why don't you stop your murdering self while you're ahead, lady? Especially when we find out all the other shit that she's done. Yeah. Angus asked Kelly what she was doing on Arc 3, and we learned that she was part of a boarding party searching for the package. A few of Arc 3's crew members were waiting for them, and they took them out. And, well, Kelly took out their people, they took out some of Kelly's comrades, and Kelly laid to waste everyone in the ship. And I love it, because then we have Angus like, your mom left you there? And she's like, no, 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 she... She assumed I was dead, you know, because my comm didn't work. Well, hello, you had the other guy. Did his comms not work or your right. dead friends? Angus apparently strikes a nerve by claiming Evelyn Maddox doesn't love her. And Kelly is really irritated and departs Angus's room and takes the food with. She's like, I don't right. want to eat with you anymore. And I'm thinking, he doesn't want to look at you anymore, crazy girl. Yeah, exactly. After evading ARC-15's missiles by putting up their shield, our crew makes a beeline for Prox B. Well, the shield didn't exactly work, but, you know, right. let them, like, scooch over, basically. When they arrive, Garnett hails Evelyn and reveals that, hey, I have that spider DNA you wanted. And we can conduct an exchange, DNA for prisoners. And I love it because then Evelyn, oh, my God, really? How dumb are you? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, really? Okay. Don't worry about it, then. I'll just destroy this and then, okay, wait, maybe I will swap and, okay, we'll talk about this. Like, Evelyn, you are really bad at this. You must be the one with Clampkins. Yes. Bryce and Eva argue about who will accompany the former to pick up Lane and Angus. Evelyn wants to keep William and Garnett's like, I don't care. Yep. Which I loved. It's like, yeah, yeah he's been it. a pain in the ass since he's been on my ship. You can have him. <laughs> we don't care what he's doing. They inadvertently let slip that they've been sleeping together, much to the surprise of everyone on the bridge. I love Alicia's face. Yes. That was the best. Like, what? It's like, honey, you are the only one who didn't know, I think. Yes. <laughs> but everyone kind of looks at each other like, mm, okay. Garnett then decides to ride in the shuttle while Stella Cogner pilots it. Because I'm thinking Garnett has a plan up her sleeve. Oh, absolutely she does. But Bryce was kind of pouty in that. Like, fine. Yeah. While in Route Talk 15, Stella eagerly tells Garnett that she also slept with Bryce. It's like, what? And I love yes. it because she's like, well, he's hot. Didn't you? And Garnett's like, nope. Never thought about it. It's nope. Like, Girl. When they dock, Stella meets with Evelyn and oversees the exchange. 
And I love how she's like, my companion is staying in the shuttle with a bomb. Right. And if you do anything, we'll blow it up. And everyone, and, you know, we may die, but so will you. Yep. She hands the spider DNA over to Evelyn's scientist, who must test it to ensure it's the real deal. I wasn't sure if they were actually going to give it to her or what was going to happen. Right. Yeah, I kind of expected it was some other DNA, not the actual one. And I thought it was pretty interesting with the whole thing. Like, um, well, I need the prisoners. No, no, no. We have to test it, and then we'll send them over. I'm like, oh, she's going to airlock them. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, she'll send them over. But Stella keeps protesting, claiming that's not part of the plan. But she reveals that Garnett won't hesitate to detonate. And I love Evelyn's like, we'll send them. It's fine. But we have to make sure this is real. And it's like, okay, I guess. She gets back into the shuttle. But when Stella returns, Bryce and Ava ask if Evelyn fell for the ruse. I kind of thought that was funny because Ava at that point was like, wait, I was in engineering. What happened? Yeah. (laughs) Thankfully, they explain it for the rest of us. We have Garnett sneakily enter Arc 15 in the moment that mirrors Marco's stealth entry. And she wanders through decorated hallways in a jumpsuit. Where the hell did that jumpsuit come from, by the way? Right. But she's going to find Lane and Angus by herself. And I do hope she's like, all right, trust, you can stay here because I don't care. Yeah. And he'll be all, no, you need me. No, dickhead, we don't because your shield didn't work. And this is all because of your attitude. Yes. <laughs> This episode ends with a wide shot of both ships in orbit above Proxima B. And we only have, what, two more episodes? One more. Two. Two more, right? Yeah. This is like getting stressful. Yes. Of course, you got two people butting heads who want to rule everything. And, oh, I'm going to be a leader. I'm just going to rule and be a tyrant. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, you're both jerks. So yes. maybe you both should just be airlocked at this point because I'm tired of yep. both of you. Yep. I really don't know what's going to happen. I'm so stressed out with this. It's like, right. ah, where are we going? What's happening? Are we getting more? Yeah, let's hope. This, I think then, we're going to see somehow, some way, Garnett will take Arc 15 and we'll have a crew, you know, a crew swap. Where everybody on Arc Arc 15 will be put on Arc 1, and everybody on Arc 1 will go to Arc 15, and they'll go to Ross 122B. But they're going to have to take the DNA vault, too. So maybe oh, they... that's right. See, I was like, why don't they kind of do something where the ships are together? I was thinking that with Arc 3. Right. Because I'm like, well, they already have that. Why don't they just kind of put them together somehow? Right. Dock them. Transformer-ish. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then we could have had multiple, and you have multiple um, supplies and everything happening. Right. I, I don't know. I thought it was strange that something like that wasn't happening, unless there's absolutely no way for them to kind of get together and form almost like a space station. Right. I don't know. It's weird. So do yep. you think that Trust is going to get the planet spinning? Do you think the DNA vault is going to come into play and they gave a poisonous spider but not the poisonous spider or it's an earthworm or something like what yeah, do you think uh, is happening yeah i'm sure that garnett didn't give them the right dna or a very small portion of it yeah not enough to actually do anything right oh so weird well we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m eastern every friday during the season you can send your feedback be it 
email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us as there are plenty of other, there are a few other ARC podcasts out there. Tell your friends and hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. We have a lot of them, and I'm sure you're going to find something that you like. And if you like sci-fi, we cover a lot of those shows. So head over to www.fangirlzone.com. Check out all the podcasts on our podcast page. Check out our contacts page. With all the ways to get a hold of us, you can chit-chat with us everywhere because we are everywhere, basically. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Steve. How can I calm down? There's a dead person there and another one dying. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And until next time. Thank mm-hmm. you.